Good afternoon, Facebook Super Kicking It Stephen fan group. Uh, just happy to be here, ready to talk up Raw SmackDown. We got some draft talk to talk up, and then you know we'll also hit up AEW. So we'll kind of start there with AEW. Uh, also, I'll be honest, I missed NXT this week, so I cannot talk on that. But um, you know, we'll we'll see where NXT is headed next week. So I'll make sure to get back on that. As you know, wrestling fans, we got a lot to watch. And some days our weeks are busier than others, so unfortunately you can't always get to every single bit of watching that I can. So hopefully maybe we try to catch up today or tomorrow and, you know, get with that. So, um, but I want to start with AEW. Kind of, you know, saw some things there. We first saw Will Hobbs fight Brian Cage for the FTW Championship. I, I'm always leery of these ideas of the, you know, championships that aren't official, um, we had Taz present Brian Cage with this uh, probably about a couple of months ago, you know, as a passing on the torch and all that. Uh, something for Brian Cage still doesn't work for me. I don't know. I know in Impact, people really loved him. And, I, you know, I think he did some good stuff. He definitely can work the ring. Um, I just don't know about the presenting himself. And I can't, you know, obviously put him with Taz um, and Ricky Starks. I think that's a re you know, that's, Got to say something about him in a way because, you know, you just have to present him the certain way. So uh, we'll see where he goes. But Will Hobbs, I am going to, you know, say that I'm definitely catch on to this guy. Uh, I'm guessing he was an independent wrestler. I hadn't heard of him before. Um, but, you know, he seems to be the real deal, really wants to step up. So uh, this match was pretty hard hitting, just two hosses going at it. The doubt, you know, the the match result was never in question. Because, um, like I said, with these, you know, like Zack Ryder back in the day, had the internet championship, which I wish he would have been able to put on TV. Um, you know, the million-dollar belt, I don't know, was ever on TV. You know, I don't think it was ever up for grabs, maybe once or twice. But I remember Million Dollar Man presented it to Stone Cold as a champion and all that. So, you know, these kind of – like I said, unofficial championships never really do anything. And it's like, what is the meaning behind them? What's kind of, you know, other than Taz giving his blessing to Brian Cage that, hey, he believes in him and he wants him to go somewhere. Brian Cage does win. Um, and then Ricky Starks comes out and Darby Allen comes out. Um, I know in Bleacher Report in the article I was reading, it did bring up an interesting note that Will Hobbs never said no to um, – Taz, Team Taz, so maybe Will Hobbs does end up joining with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Um, and then where does that leave Darby Allen? You know, out on his own again, probably where he should be. But um, I personally want to see more for Darby Allen. You know, I thought maybe him beating Ricky Starks was kind of the end of that, and we're still going there. So, um, yeah, we'll see where all those pieces kind of go. Like we said, maybe Will Hobbs joining Team Taz, and then Darby Allen's left in the cold. That seems to be possibly where they could go or you know we just keep getting these four guys just kind of intermingling and you know in that mid card maybe could main event like i said in a you know here every once in a while but still feels like this is just that undercard type feud so but i i personally really like darby allen you know i think there's something there about him uh he's different he can move around the ring you know he's got some cool little promos here and there so I would like to see him on a higher spot, but right now, you know, it's it's just kind of cluttered everywhere for AEW and trying to figure out those pieces where guys lie. So FTR, 
does their brush with greatness 20 minute challenge with uh, TH2 on the hybrid two Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, two very contrasting styles. FTR wins, obviously, best friends come out, you know, confront them. Um, you know, we'll see when those two are gonna, those two teams are gonna end up fighting. Don't know, you know, if FTR is gonna drop the titles to them, but we could see, you know, just a hard hitting match, and maybe we'll just kind of see a back and forth with them. You know, maybe FTR wins or loses by DQ, so they don't lose the titles, but FDS friends pick up a win to keep it moving. So, um, you know, right now it's hard to kind of see any other tag teams. You know, maybe Kip Sabian and Miro go after it at some point. Um, we're obviously, you know, I hope until you got a full house, you do Young Bucks, FTR, and the Young Bucks take out FTR. That's, you know, I know that Young Bucks are the EVPs of AW, but I think we got to see some title run out of them. And what better way than to beat FTR and, you know, kind of move ahead in that, you know, tag team battle as it is. So uh, Young Bucks are obviously there. Um, we do have Jericho and Hager probably getting a title shot too. It seems like they want to get in the mix. So there are some tag teams, but... Right now, FTR, the kings of the kings of the mountain as it is, and best friends, you know, get the next shot, I think, and then maybe Jericho Hager at some time. Uh, Cody uh, defeats Brody Lee. I was very surprised with this, but it makes sense with Cody, you know, Cody just coming back. He's got this new demeanor about him. He's got the darker hair and, you know, not as flashy suit game as he did, more dark in, in it and that, you know, muted type stuff, so... Um, don't know where this goes. You know, it was a co dog collar match, very hard hitting. A lot of, you know, blood was spilt there. Um, you know, just some different moves with it and all that. And then Orange Cassidy shows up, you know, to kind of challenge the next, you know, he gives you the old, uh, his thumbs up is this. <laughs> and then Cody Rhodes goes thumbs up back to him. So I'm thinking we'll see that next week. Uh, on the anniversary show of AEW's Dynamite, you know, episode, so debut a year ago. Uh, so, don't know where Brody Lee goes. Maybe he finds himself back in the title picture for the AEW world title. Uh, maybe the Dark Order just completely goes hell, hell on everybody. But I'm curious to see where that goes. Because, um, you know, I don't know if we've seen the last of Cody and Brody Lee. But we are going to see Orange Cassidy and Cody. And like I said, Orange Cassidy is kind of in that Darby Allen phase where I think they could put them in main events here and there. It feels like they're not ready to pull the trigger on Orange Cassidy, you know, as a title holder. So um, don't know where that goes. But, you know, I'm curious to hopefully we'll get a good match out of it and kind of go from there. So um, then finally, we did have Jericho and Jake Hager defeat um, Luther. And Serpentico, uh, Chaos Machine is that what they're calling themselves. Jericho and Hager, obviously, this is never in doubt. Um, we were celebrating Jericho. You know, I think AEW did some things here and there. People, you know, practicing singing the lyrics, um, you know, some memories of him. It kind of stinks for him because, you know, he's in AEW. So you really can't show any matches from him because it's WCW, ECW, and WWE. And obviously, that's owned by WWE. So, you know, it's it was it, it felt like a weird celebration of him because I don't 
I didn't really feel like it was a celebration of him. Um, you know, it did seem like they were making it that well known and all that. So, you know, other than just mentioned a lot that night, um, MJF comes out and they have a, you know, back and forth again. MJF presents the clown of Jericho and all this clownico, whatever, uh, and a picture of himself and Jericho takes out and hits it over the clown's head. We're still seeing, you know, is MJF and Jericho going to pair up? Are they, you know, are MJF at least going to be in the inner circle just to give him that team? Because, you know, everybody has a team, it seems like. So um, this is one of those things, too. How long do you do before you just, like, people just get turned off by it and don't think anything of it? So, you know, maybe next week we'll see if this actually becomes a thing or in the next couple weeks. Um, because, like we said, I, I – it's bordering on bordering on that. You, you need to pull the trigger, or you need to not, you know, pull the trigger one way or the other. MGF beats down Jericho and says, "Hey, I didn't want to be in there anyway." Or Jericho just beats down MJF with the inner circle, and then you know we get a little MJF and Jericho action down the road. So um, I thought, you know, it was a solid episode of AW. Next week we get the kind of celebration of the anniversary of aw dynamite so we'll um jake hager or sorry lance archer john moxley should fight for the title we also get orange Cassidy and cody rhodes going for the you know tnt title or yeah tnt title so um i think that's could have you i think you also could have pulled the you know women's match uh where thunder rosa and um sheeta went for the nwa women's title if they could put that on the line but We'll see where that goes. So, um, also wonder if we will get best friends versus um, FTR for the uh, tag team titles. So, just you know, AEW talk there, moving ahead, and uh, I think things are moving. Like I said, just curious, you know, we got the main event scene that's kind of there, uh, but it seems like a lot of guys are just kind of muddled together. You know, nobody's really separating themselves that much, and hopefully, you know, as the next year rolls out, we can kind of see this is the main event. This is the middle card. This is the undercard. And, you know, and of course they're going to have to put more focus on the, you know, give some women time um, right now. You know, I think it was Serena Deeb and um, Swole, Big Swole were the, you know, eight, you know, the women's match. And I just didn't have anything to say about it because it's just kind of there. So uh, that's why I didn't bring it up. But Big Swole picks up the win. You know, she's kind of moving herself up the card as it is, but, um, still haven't seen her and Sheeta go out, so we'll see that sometime. So that's AEW Talk. We'll take a quick break, give you some first financial bank uh, promo time, and then uh, I'll come back and hit our WWE Talk with Raw, SmackDown, and then we'll get into the draft. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. 
All right, welcome back. So definitely go get in touch with John Buzzard at First Financial Bank for all your banking needs. Uh, definitely catch him there. So next up, Raw. Let's talk up some Raw. Um, I'm going to start with the main event um, because I think there was a bigger deal that I'm going to talk about at the end of this Raw talk, and uh, we'll get to that. Um, obviously, you saw where we went. Um, but Orton, Randy Orton pins um, Drew McIntyre ahead of their Hell in a Cell match. Um, after this Hell in a Cell match, we definitely need to get away from Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. So, uh, you know, if Randy Orton does win, which I hope he does, you know, I still think Drew McIntyre deserves a nice long title run. And, you know, yes, would I love to see Drew win the title with the crowd and do all that, which we still don't even know down the road, you know, where crowds could be as far as, you know, big stadiums are concerned. So, um, I know Florida has opened up stadiums, so maybe they do end up back at Tampa Bay next year for WrestleMania uh, 37, I think it is. Uh, yeah, 37, 37. Um, you know, maybe they head back to Tampa Bay to kind of make up for that. And then, you know, I'd maybe wait till 40, WrestleMania 40 for Los Angeles, and then you can make it up like big movie productions. And then, you know, we have a couple of years to build that up. Because um, obviously every 10 years, I think, should be a bigger deal than the others. So, um, But Orton wins. Uh, he was with the um, uh, Bobby Roode, the returning Bobby Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. Maybe we get Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode back together. Um, it was then Drew McIntyre and the Street Profits. They take the loss. No big deal there. Um, you just had to have Orton win because, like I said, I think ultimately Drew should come out of this feud and then – not sure where's next. We're going to look at our draft and kind of see who's positioning themselves and, you know, where we could go with that. Asuka, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke pick up a win over uh, Natalia, Lana, and Selena Vega. Mandy Rose picks up the win to keep her momentum going. It looks like they are trying to really build up Mandy Rose on the Raw brand and obviously building up Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. I brought up later on, maybe they could be a tag team title, you know, contenders next. Um, you know, for Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, the big thing I thought out of this, Lana. <laughs> I don't know if it's because Rusev's in AEW, Miro, sorry. Lana is taking some losses, isn't she? I, you know, I hate using that term, buried. But man, she is just, I don't know what happened in the back with her or something, but. You know, she's gotten beaten down by Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler a lot, and she usually take, seems to be the loser in the matches. So, what? Well, yeah, I'm just kind of at a loss for words where she's going because right now it doesn't look like anywhere. So, um, next up, Drew Gulak won the 24-7 title and lost it later on in the night in a dumpster to R-Truth, who regains for whatever title reign it is. I think we're at 39 maybe 38, <laughs> but um, R-Truth gets it. We did see where Drew Gulak ends, or ends up. I'll tell you later on in the draft talk. Um, Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy win. Um, you know, and then Seth brings up this, you have an hour to, you know, kind of apologize to me. They beat Humberto Carrillo and Dominic Mysterio, which makes sense because where Dominic and Ray Mysterio ends up. And then we'll once again mention that later on in my draft talk, but a lot of teasing for draft talk, I know. But uh, next up, Keith Lee wanted to step up to Braun Strowman. A count out, uh, just big old hoss fight. 
Uh, we definitely need to see these two go at it again with a full top, you know, just go all out and, you know, one consist, one clear winner. Um, Cause I wasn't worried about Keith Lee and I'm not worried per se about him, but I don't think that they do have a plan where Keith Lee is going. You know, obviously he's getting high profile matches. You know, he's beat Randy Orton. He got a title shot, but it was a big DQ. And now he's got this count out. So Keith Lee really hasn't picked up any clear momentum per se, but he's being positioned in a way. So I'll have to see how the next few weeks go out. And, you know, if he does anything at Hell in a Cell, maybe we could do, you know, I would love to do Keith Lee and Braun at inside the cell, you know, just lock them in and let them go at it. But obviously we already have three Hell in a Cell matches planned and that's plenty for Hell in a Cell. So I don't see any more, but maybe we do see, Keith Lee move brands to SmackDown if Braun's on SmackDown and all that, but we'll kind of see where things go. Uh, next up, another match to talk about. Lashley, Shelton Benjamin beat uh, Ricochet and Apollo Crews. Um, the Hurt Business was out there, and no Cedric yet wasn't out there. Maybe he's just a night off or whatever, but um, I guess, you know, it's also interesting that Hurt Business was talking to Apollo and Ricochet and saying, hey, this is your final chance. Ali was there as well. Hey, you know, no more chances after this. And we did have Ali and Apollo start to walk off. And we had Ricochet, the camera kind of stopped on him. Um, so, you know, maybe Ricochet, instead of Cedric Alexander, is the ultimate game plan. Or maybe it is Ricochet. Then you have Ricochet and Cedric as a tag team under, you know, MVP. That could kind of go somewhere. So, um, next up, we had the Murphy coming out to apologize. He didn't. He starts to beat down Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins beats down on him. And, I mean, he's hurting. And then Aaliyah Mysterio comes out and makes a save, try to stunt calls off Seth Rollins. And, he, you know, he has this smirk about him, like, hey, he really turned in the Mysterio family against each other. And we did see where all three of those pieces went, Ray, Dominique, and Seth Rollins. They will be heading to SmackDown, and we'll get more into that later on. Next up, Riot Squad loses. Like I said, maybe earlier talk, uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler win. The, you know, they're still rolling along the championships. Maybe Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke should beat that, that next you know, kind of title shot as far as that's concerned. And then finally, um, you know, we had Ali saying he wants MVP, and then he's going to go through um, Lashley. Then he's going to go through Shelton Benjamin. Obviously very interesting that he wanted to go through all three. Retribution stuff shows up, all four of them in the ring. So this was Ali, um, Lashley, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, you know, acting like they're going to all team up. Ali slides out of the ring and faces up against T-Bar and Mace and then turns around and says, get him. And Mick Foley had a, you know, tweet that saying this is the position that Ali has. This is the chance he's got to road prove something. And that's why, you know, I wanted to bring up this up last because Ali, obviously, you can tell in his tweets, you could tell when he's out there, he does want to show his worth. Um, is this the right call for retribution? That I don't know. That's where I'm still kind of lost, you know. Unless you tie in, and this is obviously months, 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 months back with the hacker stuff, but the hacker was mostly on um, SmackDown, from what I recall, but maybe you could still play that up somehow, but this is probably a real chance for Ali to shine and kind of see where he can go. So 
Uh, next up, you know, we'll kind of get into SmackDown talk. Uh, then we'll take another, you know, we'll get into some realtor talk and give you a quick ad for that and then do the draft and, you know, kind of close up shop. And uh, yeah. So SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. Big E, Sheamus, my goodness. This, you know, you talk about Will Hobbs, Brian Cage, you talk about Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, you know, Big E and Sheamus was a hoss fight. Um, some blood was spilt, uh, sweat was poured. Um, you know, this was this was Big E's moment so far, you know, of his, okay, now we're ready to go. Because as we saw later on, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods are now on Raw. Big E is on SmackDown. They, you know, kind of called it the end of New Day, and that makes sense because they're on two different brands, but we'll see where things go. But I was pretty worried, you know. I thought Sheamus would pick up the win because it's Sheamus, you know. He he tends to win in this type of stuff. Um, you know, him and the Jeff Hardy stuff coming back and all that. Who knows what that was all about. But now, but the fact that Big E picked up the win, I think, is really good for Big E. And now we got to start rolling that ball for Big E. Um, probably early Royal Rumble winner pick, obviously. You know, I think it's him, you know. Now, based on where the Roman Reigns stuff is going, that's why I still feel the heart. You know, if we're going to build up Roman Reigns as this family guy and, you know, the, the, the tribal chief, doesn't make sense to have Big E kind of take him out. When obviously all roads would point to the Rock and Roman because that would be the match that you need to do, and then maybe Big E gets the next not you know, maybe he just picks up something else at WrestleMania, and then gets a win later on. But um, you know, kind of going on there. So, um, but you know, speaking of other people coming back, uh, we had Jeff Hardy, Matt Riddle beat John Morrison and um, The Miz, and we had Lars Sullivan back. <laughs> And you can tell my voice. I don't know about Lars Sullivan. I don't know what you guys think about Lars Sullivan. Let me know at Stephen A. 1181. Stephen A. 1181 on Twitter. Or let me know in the Facebook group that I'm broadcasting right now. We just, I don't know how many monster heels we can make. So where else could you go with Lars Sullivan? So I, it is what it is. I just... I'm not a fan of him. Nothing really sells him for me. So I'm going to just kind of leave it at that. Um, good to see Matt Hart or Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy pick up a win. Matt Riddle won the team with Jeff Hardy, you know, before maybe they end up on different brands. Um, I think I'd personally keep Matt Riddle on SmackDown right now. That seems like a better spot for him. So uh, Bailey got a DQ and then it was against Sasha Banks. Obviously, we weren't going to get a clear finish there. But we are getting Bailey, Sasha in the cell at Hell in the Cell. I'm very interested to see where things go with that. You know, I think Bailey's been rolling along. I still think maybe you pull the trigger on Sasha beating Bailey at WrestleMania. Maybe, you know, you can play this up that Sasha can't beat her. So um, I don't think Tano changes hands at Hell in a Cell, but maybe we get a big match there. Maybe Rumble, we get the big match, and then we get, you know, the final. Trilogy, you know, kind of final battle at WrestleMania. At, like we said, maybe that's where Sasha overcomes her, especially if it's in Tampa. You know, that's kind of their backyard of Orlando in NXT. So you can build up all that as well, where usually Sasha got the best of Bailey, you know, other than Brooklyn, NXT Brooklyn. But 
And we had a title change. New Day <laughs> wins the titles. But like we said, it was kind of a bittersweet um, that Kofi and Xavier, Xavier Woods got drafted to Raw and then Big E. And it looked like they had some real emotion out there after the fact. So I'm sure they knew about it. But, you know, still the end of New Day, possibly. Um, curious to see what you do with their, you know, do you give Big E his five count back? Because I love that aspect about him. And maybe Kofi and Xavier keep the New Day music to kind of keep that stuff. So, uh, And then finally, um, just another match to talk about. Then I'll also talk about Roman and Jey Uso where they are going to win. But The Fiend defeated Kevin Owens. And then we had Alexa Bliss show up at the end with The Fiend. I don't think I want them to, to be this romantic partnership yet, but you know, be I think it's more Alexa kind of obsessed with the you know the fiend and you know where he can go. So, um, but still, Hoss, another Hoss fight, you know, between Kevin Owens and the Fiend. But the Fiend ultimately wins his first match ever on SmackDown as the Fiend. You know, we've seen Bray Wyatt, I believe, fight on SmackDown. We've seen the Fiend fight matches, but not on SmackDown. So I thought that was really good that you waited to pull that trigger on it and you know, and then you pull the trigger on Alexa and you know, the fiend kind of started to mesh together and see where they can go. Um, like I said, bringing up Jay Uso, he wanted to call out Roman and say, Hey, what's this stipulation you want to pull on me? We're getting an I quit match in the cell, which is different, you know, and obviously I think we're going to have Roman win, but there's also going to be consequences. And I don't know what that means. You know, I hope it's not that whole, you know, you got to be my servant for 30 days. You know, none of that. I don't know what the consequences are going to be. And they didn't mention it. So after Hell in a Cell, you know, we got to see what that is. But um, yeah, so another, you know, episode of SmackDown. I'm going to get into draft talk here in a minute. Uh, let's give you a quick shout out to Sean Nugent and his uh, realty company. And then we'll come back with our draft talk and close up shop. What's up, folks? It's your boy, The Ass from Black and White Sports, and I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house. Call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's rock star realtor. All right, and we get back. Uh, we're now going to talk about some draft talk. So, um, round one saw Drew McIntyre drafted the Raw. He's going to stay there. And SmackDown is keeping Roman Reigns. And that's where I kind of have a problem with this whole draft thing. Why not just not make the champions be part of it? Everyone else is part of it. In NXT included. Even though we've had recent call-ups of NXT, I still think, you know, you could have guys go down there that, you know, maybe NXT wanted. Um, you know, like I would love to see AJ Styles just get a small run down there. Um, you know, maybe Dolph Ziggler goes down there and does some things or, you know, Ricochet goes back down there or whatever. Chad Gable's out there. So um, there's guys out there that, you know, I think NXT could use. And it's weird that NXT isn't included in this, but then they 
hopefully, and we do the Survivor Series type deal, once again, we'll get into Survivor Series talk in November, and I think they need to give some stipulation to that. Bragging rights is fine, but something more. But anyways, so Raw kept Drew McIntyre, obviously WWE champion. SmackDown kept Universal Championship Roman Reigns. Raw keeps Raw Women's Champion Asuka. And this is where SmackDown got Seth Rollins, which I think is good to move. You know, I think Seth needed to be off Raw, even though we still got Dominic and Rey Mysterio in the third round back on Raw or back on SmackDown with him. And Murphy got (laughs) trapped into SmackDown. So anyways, you know, we'll still getting all that, all those pieces intermingled. But and then Raw kept the Hurt Business, which is, you know, United States Champion Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander and MVP. I'm trying to look um, about the IC title, and I don't see that right now. But anyways, so um, round two for Raw. They got AJ Styles, so he's going to go back. It's kind of like you switch AJ for Seth, you know, kind of get that upper card main event type status to them. I guess AJ Styles could be my vote possible, you know, step up to Drew McIntyre. Maybe we'll get AJ and Drew McIntyre going at it for a few matches. SmackDown kept Sasha. Sasha Banks, obviously, and Bayley need to stay on, you know, um, SmackDown. Naomi goes to Raw, and then Bianca Belair goes to SmackDown. So you kind of switch those ladies um, there. And then Raw kept their WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. But they can still defend the title against all across the brands, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Uh, round three, Ricochet stays on. Um on Raw, Jay Uso stays on SmackDown, Mandy Rose stays on Raw, and then once again, like we said, we switched a couple, we did some tag team type stuff, so we have SmackDown getting John Morrison, or sorry, Raw getting John Morrison in The Miz, and I'm not, you know, I think on SmackDown they're better suited, but we'll see where it goes, and then SmackDown gets Dominic and Rey Mysterio, which kind of breaks up Dominic and Roberto Carrillo, because he ends up staying on Raw, which I would have rather seen Humberto and Dominic as a tag team, even if it's a losing a few matches and winning, you know, kind of going back and forth. But I think, you know, Ray with Dominic, it just still keeps all this Seth Rollins business. When is this going to end? Because I just don't know where it's going to end. And it's just, you know, it's just all out there. So then round four, that's when things kind of got crazy. So SmackDown tag team champions, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Go to Raw. Yes. SmackDown tag team champions go to Raw. (laughs) I don't know what to do there. Big E stays on SmackDown. So New Day kind of crosses, you know, closes the pass, closes the chapter on that. But I don't know what they're going to do with these SmackDown titles unless they just give them the universe or give them the Raw titles. Or we do a unifying match. And then, you know, we just have a women's tag team titles that go against cross brands. And then we have a men's tag team titles that go across brands. That's where I think I want to see it go. So I think street profits say, Hey, we're the tag team champions. Kofi and Xavier say, no, we are. And just say, Hey, all the titles on the line and they just have a unified title. That's probably where I want to see things go. And hopefully they do, do pull the trigger on that. Um, as far as that's concerned, Biggie, obviously staying on SmackDown makes a bunch of sense. I think he's kind of that. He's going to be chipping away and just showing what he can do. Raw keeps Dana Brooke, so we'll keep Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose together. 
Also, another thing is where SmackDown kept Mr. Money in the Bank Otis, but then we had the Miz and John Morrison for the court. So I don't know why they broke that up, um, unless they're just not even going to do that. And then Raw gets Angel Garza. And then Raw kept Alberto Carrillo. They also get Drew Gulak. And they get Tucker. So you broke up heavy machinery. I'm not sure why. Uh, because obviously Otis is going to lose that Money in the Bank match against Roman. Or he just loses the case in general. It's it's almost like they don't know what they want to do with that. that. Uh, Murphy and Kalista go to SmackDown. Um, probably good for Kalisto because the Lucha House Party was kind of breaking up anyway. So maybe you have Lindsay Dorado and um, Grand Metal League stay on Raw. Maybe they just, you know, get a tag team title shot here and there. Uh, we will see Raw get another. Um, they'll get their own draft picks type stuff coming out there. And, yeah, we'll see where other guys go. So we'll kind of finish up our draft talk next week. Um, that's kind of all I got for this week. Short and sweet to the point, like I'd like to do it. If you ever want to come on, please feel free to get in touch with Stephen A at Stephen A eleven eighty one. That's at, at uh, Twitter on Twitter, or of course, give me a little comment in the Facebook group. Super kicking with Stephen. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back and ready to talk up next week. So have a good week. <laughs>